Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hello. Hello and good day. It's Scott Johnson here and I'm in my car. Do you have a fast car? Uh, no, I don't. I have a slow car. <laughs> uh, so, I'm on the way to the dentist. I had a, um, I had a gold inlay fall out. Uh, that's different from a crown, I guess, because a crown is like the whole tooth, or it's like covering the whole base of the tooth. Whereas this thing is something I've had since high school. It's gold and it's uh, it's a uh, like laid down in the middle of the tooth, like a that's like a like where they carved out a canyon of the tooth. This is the filling for that canyon, and it's been uh, great for many, many, many years until it wasn't, which was the other day. I was flossing just normally and out popped. Uh, this gold thing. So I got to go get it either put back in or sized up for a new one or I don't know what they're going to do. I actually have no idea at this point. But I have high hopes that this will go quickly, relatively painlessly, so I can get back to my real life, my life that doesn't involve dental work falling out for no good reason. I was thinking on the way over here, it's an interesting thing I was thinking about. At least I think it's interesting. Maybe you will too. And I apologize for the sound of my clicker. It's clicking. There's nothing I can do about that. When I want to make a turn signal, that's the way it is. If I want to legally make this turn. Um, the words, you know how sometimes words get co-opted and then changed and because they take on a new meaning or because they get used in some other way they take on a new meaning and become either a, a much more positive or negative term I was just thinking about that today and I was thinking about the word psycho 
And it used to be you could be, uh, your profession could be a psychotherapist, and that was just a normal thing to be. You know, psycho uh, derivative of psychology therapist, right? I mean, oh shit, I'm not supposed to go yet. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Thought I had a green light. Didn't have it. Thought I did. Yeah, that was ugly. You guys almost witnessed a real live recording of me dying. Uh, anyway, so I forgot what my point is. <laughs> I just was about wrecked, so I forgot my point. By the way, I am completely hands-free on this recording. I am not doing this with the phone in my hand. It is wedged in the seat over here, and I am just talking out loud. Maybe that's not good. Maybe that's still not good. It's legal, but not good. Um, but anyway, the word psycho has been taken away from from the, the study of psychology. Like, you can't say the word psycho or even psychotherapist without hearing the word, you psycho, right? Like, it sounds like... It's like this pejorative now. Dude, what a psycho. Right? That's weird, isn't it? And I don't mean things like Kleenex, where the brand becomes the name, or Coke becomes synonymous with just colas, you know? I don't know. It's just interesting to me. And I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I was, because I'm on my way to this here dentist here. And I'm pulling in now, so I'm going to stop this recording, and when I come back a little bit later, we'll continue this discussion. I don't know that it'll have much to do with this, but we'll talk about some other stuff here on The Diary of a Cartoonist. Stay tuned. All right, I'm back. As you can tell, I'm not in the car anymore. <clears throat> I got home. And the good news is that uh, they can totally fix my tooth. Bad news is the reason it fell or the, the gold thing fell off is because something got weird in underneath and it made it fall off. And that weird thing needs a filling of its own. So now they got to redo it all, and it's going to cost me a bunch of money. <laughs> it's fine, though. I'll, le I'll learn to live with it. Look, I made this bed in my junior high and high school years. Now I regret it. I wish my mom... I can't believe I'm saying this, but I wish my mom would have been harder on me about it. It seems weird to say, because, you know, no kid wants their parents to be any harder than they were, potentially. But, uh, yeah, I think I could have used a little more stricty, uh, stricty approach to the old teeth. Anyway, um, so back to this, uh, this point about words being co-opted and then used in ways that, uh, you know, it can kind of mess with your head. I was trying to think of some others in the car and I couldn't think of any more, but I know there's more. It's like, uh, the word, like right now on the internet, if you say the word trigger, there's a big connotation to um, people who like to think that people who claim to have triggers of their emotional states, for example, a rape victim having, uh, you know, saying that there might be a trigger in the language used on a, on a radio show. So, you know, be, be cautious because we talk about rape here. That could trigger feelings or memories or make you upset or whatever. Some people see that as a huge weakness in people and like to make fun of it online. So now we've lost the use of the word trigger. You can't say it without that connotation. There's plenty of others, but the, but the internet has proven out to be a place where something can be taken, used in a way that is not necessarily its intended use, or use it in a context, context that changes its intended use, and then from now on, that's what we're left with. 
right? So you can't say trigger without thinking that. You can't say psycho without thinking of a psycho, even though we sort of made that up, right? Uh, it's kind of lame if you think about it. If there's one thing that connects us all, it's language. Whether which, Whatever language you speak, it's our connective tissue in many ways. Our, our, the way that we as humans bond or connect or interact or whatever is what we say to each other. And so it seems like whatever that language is, whether it be English or Spanish or German or Russian or whatever, you living in that language should be able to keep it somewhat protected, right? And I don't know how you protect it. Like I've made up words before that I use all the time and they're completely made up. I think that's different though than taking an existing piece of the vocabulary of the vernacular and making it mean something else or tainting it to mean something else. Like, will you guys ever be able to hear the phrase make America great again without cringing or thinking of Trump? No, you won't. For some reason, when uh, Reagan was saying it, well, first of all, I believed him. I liked Reagan. Uh, when he would say it, and he said it a lot, it didn't stick because he wasn't pounding it down your throat and wasn't using it as like some kind of weird weapon. And uh, Trump and his people are. Trump and his Trumplings. So, so it sticks out now. Like, what are you going to do? You can't get rid of it. Now, I say that knowing that there is a small edge to this could, that could be considered hypocritical. So, for example... Um, on the morning show, I can't say the phrase, prove it, you can't, without everybody going, oh my gosh, he's saying that thing he said a thousand times. It's like any, it's like a, not a meme, but like a saying that just keeps getting said, right? So our show has, our shows, especially TMS, have a lot of those, a lot of those things in it. You know, too, too early to get a fish sandwich is us stealing a line from a guy who was filmed saying that for a local news station somewhere in the Midwest. And we just co-opted it and made it ours, and now it... It's just a thing. It's just a thing to say, right? We've stripped it of its previous meaning, whatever that may have meant, which is, I guess, just him in a drive-in asking the McDonald's guy if, he, if it was too early to get a fish sandwich. <laughs> and we took it and just made it, I don't know, made it just apply to whatever we feel like talking about and playing that clip whenever we want and people calling it in all the time and saying it on their emails and it's become a thing. There's lots of examples of that. And so am, are we doing the very thing I'm talking about? I don't know. I feel like it needs to be, the, the, the trick here needs to be, is, is it something that's going to hurt somebody else? And someone would say, oh, I'm sick of trying to worry about every, everyone else's feelings. Well, I'm not. I, I would like to think about other people's feelings. I don't understand why that's so weird right now. Why does it make you a, a big puss if you are concerned about others? And that's, uh, people have literally told me that. Well, you could worry about what other people think. No. I don't care what they think about me. I care how they're doing, you know? Like if a guy's being a, I don't know, being cranky and I see him in a mall or something, my first thought is, well, get him away from me. My thought is, oh, what's going on? I wish I could do something. Like you just want to be able to help people. Why wouldn't you want that? Maybe I'm, oh, maybe I, I don't know. I thought I was supposed to get more cranky and less, um, uh, what's the word? Less tolerant or less uh, 
willing to see other people's points of view as I got older. I thought that was the, I thought that was my curse. I thought that's what happened to all the old people when they got into their, their generation and drifted away from, from those below. Right. Which is kind of where I'm starting to be. I hate, I'm loath to admit it, but I don't feel that way at all. In fact, if anything, I feel less that way. I look back on stupid, stupid things I said in my twenties and early thirties and go, Oh my gosh, you're lame. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. And I don't know why I'm even thinking about this right now. I know what it is. Last few days, the pulse of the internet has been a little nasty. People are real, real poo-poo heads at the moment. And, uh, I don't know. It makes me sad. Makes me sad. It just, I don't know. What are you going to do? Right? So I, I did a tweet today saying that, uh, you know, if you decide to only surround yourself with good people or people you would like to be around, you're basically curating your life the way you did before the internet. You're you're saying, well, that guy's a really mean person, so I don't want to spend time around him. But these people over here are very nice, so I'd like to spend more time around them. Um, that's a normal human thing. We've been doing it for centuries and centuries of recorded history, and there's no reason why that should stop now. And yet somehow people think because it's the internet, and if I, for example, decide to block three people, mute a couple other people, and not allow some other guy to be a Facebook friend, I'm somehow censoring or I'm somehow creating a quote-unquote echo chamber, or whatever thing they want to put on that. And that's not true. (laughs) I mean, they can think that all they want. All I'm doing is living life. And I would like to not have a bunch of nasty buttholes hanging around while I do it. So you can call that divisive. You can call that (laughs) somehow they feel like they're being discriminated against, which is just mind-blowing to me. That's like saying a guy could come into my house, piss all over my my uh, my my couch, and and say, "Well, you have to take it." And I'm like, "No, I don't. This is my house, and I'm kicking you out, and you're never allowed here again." Nah, you're repressing the people. This is censorship. I can't believe this. What a jerk! You only want an echo chamber. You only want people around you that agree with you. Yeah, I don't want people here who pee on my couch. You're right. I don't, jackass. That is such an easy concept for me, and I don't get how that is so hard for some. I, I, I don't mean you guys. You guys listening are probably fine, but there are people who think that me telling somebody he's not allowed to post on my blog anymore because he's nothing but toxic there, that I am somehow doing some, some horrible civic disservice to him, that I've done some moral, I've, done a, I've made a great moral transgression against his ability to speak his mind. No. That's not what I've done. I've kicked you out of the blog I pay for and manage and that you come and try to ruin. Just swap out blog for any other kind of personal space or possession. I kicked you out of my car because you took a dump on the back seat. I kicked you out of our movie theater because you yelled the entire time during the movie. I kicked you out of Starbucks because you call the lady behind the desk or behind the counter a C word. That's how it works, dude. The man ain't keeping you down. You're just an a-hole. So all of this being said, all of this coagulates into a big goopy idea that I have. So let me tell you what it is. And then you can tell me if you think I'm right or not, but I'm going to make 
extra efforts. Whenever somebody says something rotten, my goal, when it's directed toward me, I'm not going to button to other people's business, but when it's directed toward me, I'm going to say, wait, hold on. I don't think I know you very well. Tell me a little about yourself. Let's get to know each other so we can have a, a real conversation about this. I would love to do that. And what will probably happen is they will either flame out and leave, think I'm trying to trick them, or not respond at all. Um, if it gets to th that stage, then fine. They're getting muted and banned unceremoniously. I'm not going to announce it. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to do it. Just going to do it and say, well, there's one more person who's not peeing on my couch. Now we can, those who want to be here and sit on the couch can totally do that. Here's a nice clean couch. Nobody has pee. There's no pee on this couch. And those who do want to have a discussion or talk more, or disagree with me and have something to actually say of substance, We'll take it offline and talk on the phone or chat over email or something, something out of public tweets and out of public, you know, Facebook posts and things and actually discuss it. There are people willing to do that. I've had, I've run into those people before, but I'm going to be very picky about it. I'm going to say, look, let's talk about it. Oh, you don't want to talk about it? Goodbye then. That's it. There's plenty of other people for you to go harass and they can choose to do what they want with you, but I don't need you in my life. I think it's as simple as that. Like no more messing around. I'm not, and I'm also, this part of this is me burning off a little bit of my, my naivete about me thinking that, well, at the core, everybody's okay. If you could get them in a room face to face, they would be all right. And they would talk to you like normal human beings. That's true. But I need to quit being so bewildered by them when they, when they say just horrendous things. And I'm just, and I try to make sense of it. I'm going to stop trying to make sense of it. That isn't my job anymore. My job is to make a determination. Are you a toxic turd head? Great. See ya. Have fun. Best of luck to you. Are you a reasonable person with differing opinions than me? Great. Let's talk about it. No problem. Third category, are you uh, a good pal and a good friend and a good community member that wants to hang out and do stuff and play games together and chat and talk and t talk about stuff we love and all that? Great. There's your third category. Those are my three new categories. So... Here, herein in this podcast lies my decree. Scott Johnson, there are many, like, there are, there are many with my name, but there is only one of me. <laughs> it's the most common name in the world. Um, hereby commits to what I just said. That's just how it's going to have to be. I don't want to waste any more time with it. I should have, I, I know by now, look, I've been doing this community internet crap since like 2000 or before, 90, 98 really in some form or another. And the entire time I'm like, oh, why would that guy, why would he say that? All right, let's figure this out or let's fight, let's fight back or whatever. I'm just not going to do any of that anymore. I'm done. That's a long enough time to, to come to the realization that human beings behave in terrible ways when they are not physically in front of me. And great thing about that is that that is only true for a small percentage. Most people are great. And most people want to talk reasonably and be a human being to each other and show some empathy and live a life that is more nuanced than just dick behavior on the internet. They're the ones I would like to hang around with. The other ones can jump off a cliff or whatever they want to do. Do what you got to do, but no more back and forth, no more giving you an out, no more, you know third or fourth chances, no more sneaky business. 
you know what you're doing when you're doing it. And I'm going to stop pretending that I don't sometimes. Okay? No, all right. Well, that got dark, didn't it? Okay, so everyone be positive and nice to each other. Take care of each other. That's the end of this diary episode. We'll be back with another one next week. Warcraft movies this weekend. Going to see a bunch of people. Maybe I'll record some of that for this. Who knows? Who can say? Anyway, looking forward to that. Talking to you all soon. Take it easy. Take care. And take better care of your teeth. All right, bye.